Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are now listening to Vigilantes Radio, presented by the only one media group. This is the people's choice for quality interviews, celebrities, and special guests. Hosted by Demetrius Dinny Reynolds. Call in to join the mix at 701-801-9813. For the complete archive of episodes, visit onlyonemediagroup.com and be sure to like us on Facebook at Vigilantes Radio. We welcome all. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds. Enjoy the show. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com. What could be healthier? Hello, hello, hello. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another incredible episode of Vigilantes Radio Live right here on iHeartRadio. And I'm your host, Dini. We have a very special guest for you guys, so you definitely want to stick around for that. As a matter of fact, text your buddies, family members, or even share it on social media right now and let them know that we are about to dive deep into another interview. Uh, actually, I forgot to tell you guys. Yo, so this this particular episode is actually pre-recorded, so uh, I can't wait until it hits your inboxes until you get the notification of this awesome conversation that we're about to have. All right, so before we bring our guest on, I do want to say that today is the way it is because of what happened in the days before. Every thought, every action has a consequence, and this day is the sum total of those consequences. It is completely as it should be, and we would not want it any other way. If there were no consequences, then we would be completely uh, ineffective. And sometimes those consequences seem difficult and even unbearable. They are infinitely preferable to the alternative. And those consequences reside all of life's possibilities. So take action. 
and it produces a result. Just think of what a marvelous mechanism that is. Every accomplishment is based on it, and every dream depends on it. Sometimes the connection is unclear. Nevertheless, that connection is there. Sometimes the necessary actions fail to get taken and undesirable consequences result. But even in such failures, um, it's a possibility of success because as soon as the actions are adjusted, the consequences improve. You are blessed with the ability or, or you're blessed with, I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, you will encounter consequences. Your thoughts and actions cannot fail to produce them. Use every opportunity to ensure that you get the ones you want. Take that from me, Coach Denny. That is my word, and word is fun. Have you struggled budgeting your finances? Don't worry, you're not alone. HumbledBudget.com, that's H-U-M-B-L-E-D-B-U-D-G-E-T.com is the help and resource you've been searching for. HumbledBudget.com is a personal finance and educational website with a great variety of topics when it comes to budgeting, taxes, investing, and the popular topic of FIRE, financial independence, retire early. HumbledBudget.com has a goal, and that's to help you reach your financial dreams, no matter what your goals are when it comes to finances. It doesn't matter where you start, where you come from, or where you are right now. HumbledBudget.com can help. What are you waiting for? Take that first step to the financial life you've dreamed of and go to HumbledBudget.com. That's H-U-M-B-L-E-D-B-U-D-G-E-T. HumbledBudget.com. All right, all right. Again, welcome to the show. You're listening to VRL. That's Vigilantes Radio Live right here on iHeartRadio. And I'm your host, Dini. Our interviews are designed to go beyond music, news, books, art, acting, films, technology, education, entrepreneurship, entertainment, and sometimes even past that thing that we call the ego. Our interviews are designed to go behind the scenes and into the minds uh, of these incredible human beings. You know, the ones who are out there giving it their all for me, for you, and for the world. Well, today we are joined by a musical soul deeply rooted in the indie scene of Tacoma, Washington. Uh, Mark's Modarelli's journey, colored by iconic artists of the past and inspired by the rawness of acoustic guitars, tells a tale of passion, resilience, and creativity. And with that, let's welcome Mark to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Hey, how you doing, Danny? Thanks for having me on, man. Doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm all right, man. Yeah, I got to say, first off, props. I love those openings you do, man. We, we need some light. Uh, people be turning people's lights on. I just think that's awesome how you open each show with some words just to get people kind of looking on the positive and driving. I got to give you props for that. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on that same note, um, your music has been a beacon of hope for many, you know, providing the light, mm -hmm. uh, especially during challenging times. Um, how has mm -hmm. embracing the beauty and complexity of life through music impacted your personal growth and perspective? Huh. Man, I was listening to the interviews. You always do such great questions, man. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's a weird thing. I don't... Uh, on the one hand, do the music I do 
without that. Um, I don't think you get, it's kind of weird. Education, you can get experience um, and knowledge through education, but wisdom you get through suffering. And that's, uh, that's hard because nobody wants to suffer. And so, um, I, you know, I was away from music, you know, raising kids and doing my thing for a long time. Um, I just plunked occasionally around on a guitar. Uh, but then when I went through stuff, whether it was a recovery or a divorce or stuff, um, all of a sudden I started to be able to see how beautiful things would come out of the darkness. And, and there's poets like Shelley and others who talk a great deal and, and John Keats. Everything in life, and this is a line in one of my songs, is a contract with a sunset clause, right? Everything's going to end. And the intensity of the pain you feel at the end of it is a measure of how wonderful it was when you had it, right? So I always use the example, you know, if your parents are neglective or absent or abusive, when they die, it won't hurt you. But if they love you and they're there for you all the time, when they die, it's going to be really painful. Um, you wouldn't trade it, you know, because the one certain thing is that they will die, that, that, that will end. And so being able to see that the beauty, and C.S. Lewis puts it, the pain now is part of the happiness then. Um, there's beauty in it. And even in the middle of that loss, um, you know, you see people coming around and doing great things to help you out. And so there's a beauty there too. Um, and for me, uh, music, um, you know, I, I studied literature, written poetry, done all kinds of things. Um, but music, it, it's amazing that you can go to a sad song and be powerfully moved by it and emotionally uplifted by it. Um, probably uplifted probably isn't the right way, uh, word, but you can feel in touch with it. Um, I'm an English teacher and I've been off for summer vacation. So if I run on, you got to cut me off, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I, I don't know, but for me, um, coming to embrace that, it doesn't make it easier, uh, when the suffering happens. Cause if you tell someone they're suffering in the middle of suffering, that it's beautiful, they'll punch you in the face mm -hmm. and probably should, but coming out of it on the other side, when you can look back. So just, you know, music is always that thing that you just need a single piece of light to, to keep you going through the darkness. Yeah. And music, I think, is, is tremendous for that, even when it's about dark subjects. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, um, before we get into the why you do music and how you yeah. do your music, we want to know about who it is that's doing this awesome music so give it to us straight man how did you discover your passion for making music well i grew up in a big family uh i had five brothers and sisters and uh my mom had been a music major and she ran the church choir and we basically were the first children's choir because there were six of us so she didn't need anyone else but uh my brother took up guitar and i remember saying it when I was young, you know, he was taking guitar lessons and the teacher said, I can teach drums too. And I said, I'll learn drums. So she started me out with a couple of butter knives and a jar. And uh, then my folks got me a sparkly orange Ludwig kit and uh, played drums all the way up through high school and played in bands in high school. And then um, always loved it. And then in college, I moved to playing the bass guitar and, and being a front man. And uh, yeah, and then like I said, I, I mean, then I got on with life and having kids, and it was just sort of an occasional hobby. Um, I always loved music, um, and I always, you know, wanted to create it, but, you know, a lot of it was the hurdles. I got to tell you, Dean, when I came back, so, you know, my daughters are grown and, and out of the house, and when I came back and COVID came along, 
And I found things like GarageBand and this stuff, and I thought, geez, you know, we used to have to get a four-track and ping everything down to one track, and you had to get all this stuff to mic drums. And I was like, holy cow, man, you can compose um, in ways you just never could before. And so a lot of that lockdown time um, I spent, I, you know, when everything seemed to be falling apart, it just felt like putting something together was a pretty cool thing to be doing. So I started doing that. And uh, and then it just woke this fire in me, and I've been kind of going ever since. Yeah. So um, you, did you come back to music during COVID, or, or was it like a hobby well, on and off before COVID? <laughs> no, it's funny. It had been a hobby on and off before COVID. And, and when I came back from college years ago, so... My brother was around for a little while, my little brother, and he had taken over my drum kit. So we jammed together a few times, and, and we used to talk about it. I said, you know, when we get older, you know, we'll jam together again when we move back, because he was in the military long. So he and I went and saw the Gear Daddies band, Martin Zeller's band in uh, Minneapolis, just before COVID hit, November that year, 2019, I guess. And, and we were on the plane back, and he looks over at me, and he goes, dude, we can do it. Let's do it. I said, okay. So... We got a jam hub so that we could practice quiet because he was in the Air Force and his ears are shot. So, so we, uh, a jam hub's great because you can practice quietly, right? And you got an e kit. And so we started jamming uh, together. We published some stuff, Benson Loop. We, we put some stuff out. Um, and that's kind of what got it going. I just started songwriting. And then uh, as COVID went on and he started, you know, Little League season started up again, he got busy and the other guys started doing other stuff. And, um, and I just, yeah, I had uh, I found this passion to be communicating. And another part of it, too, is, you know, I've been teaching a long time, and, and the messages I always try to give my students, um, i got to be giving those out. Um, i got to be trying to share what I, you know, what I think I've come across. And so um, I just found myself taking a lot of these ideas that I produce as we look at literature and different things and things I've arrived at in all my years of studying. So I did a lot of graduate school work and stuff, putting them in song. And trying to get them out and you know we were just talking about this my philosophy is if, if my song can help one person you know be a light and get out of the darkness and go maybe there's something else then that, that's all worth it um and it's the ability to get your music out there on the one hand it's a lot harder because there's much more noise but on the other you know um i talk about it in vanity of wishes on the on the latest ep you know i i think life's about the seeds we sow and not about the fruits we harvest yeah and uh, so if I leave, you know, if the song can help one person get through one thing, then it's worth it. You know, that's what we're supposed to be doing. We live in a world where there's going to be suffering and you're either alleviating suffering or you're contributing to it. And uh, in my opinion, if you're not doing everything you can to try and make it a little easier for everybody else, I think we're doing something wrong. So that's my passion kind of goes that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to ask you. Was there any yeah. correlation between your teaching career and music? But you kind of mentioned that. Uh, but what I want to know is, I know that with doing music, you're able to put more information out there. You're able to, you mm -hmm. know, reach people faster with information right there. But how do you balance mm -hmm. between educating your listeners without it sounding like an, you know, a, a school? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Totally. Totally. Yeah, you know, um, I, uh, I, I'm very much, um, I, I'm a huge, and, and I've been at odds with a lot of people, I'm, and I'm at odds with a lot of people in the educational community, because I'm really bad on trying to teach people how to think, not what to think, you know, mm. um, and 
I uh, I don't have all the answers. I don't pretend to have all the answers. I never liked teachers who did. Um, but I've spent a lot of time asking questions, and so I try to pose some of the questions I think are worth worth asking because I talk about this in um, by any other name. Um, John Milton writes about this in, in Areopagitica, but he says if you believe something, even if it's true, if you believe it only because somebody told it to you, then you're a heretic in the truth. Is the expression he uses, and um, I've said all the time, you know, you have to come to those beliefs on your own, right? Um, and part of it is AA too, because attraction rather than promotion. I never found preaching at people and telling them what to do. I know how I respond to that. So all my music, um, like my classroom, uh, is really about an invitation. Hey, you know, here's a way of looking at this. What do you think? Um, and if it strikes a chord, I mean, yeah, it's a tricky balance. I mean. Some of the stuff, I mean, Folly Marches On, on the new EP, that one, you know, I think we're screwing this thing up pretty good, this little project called People Governing Themselves. I mean, it, it, it's a rare exception in human history where you have a society that tries to let people do what they want, pursue freedom in their own mind. And it's gonna be messy and hard. Um, and I think we're messing it up. But I know that me preaching to someone about what to do is the opposite of what I want. You know, the complicated thing is, like morality, right? You, I tell people, if you do the right thing only because you're told to do the right thing, that's there's no there's nothing good in that. No morality in that. If you do something only because you're not allowed to do anything else, that there's nothing good in that either, right? So, um, yeah, you, you, these are great questions. And again, you're asking a guy who spends a lot of time with philosophy and literature, so <laughs> I, I can go on for a while. But um, hopefully, I'm, I'm I'm not. One of the things I've always tried to do, I taught at university level for a while. I've always tried to. Take complex stuff, and, and that's what I try to do in my music too, and and really boil it down and make it applicable. When I teach ancient literature or something too, I do the same thing. I try to explain to people why it's worth looking at this now, you know, what it has to say to us. And the same I think is true of music. Great music, is it, it spans time, and so, um, yeah. I mean, like I say, it's an invitation. Um, and uh, I I always tell the kids, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not mis- I'm not better than anybody else. I've spent more time on this. I, mean, I guess there's some people who can hit the golf ball straight. I'm not one of them, you know, but they've spent a lot more time doing that than I have. So, um, and I just say, hey, I've spent more time reading books than you, but on the questions that really matter, you know, I know what I believe and I know I believe it's strong enough to to know it, but you're gonna have to figure out what you believe. And if, if you don't, if you only take it because I tell you, well, you're not gonna believe it strong enough when you need to. Um, and so, I guess that informs kind of everything I do. I feel like a grandma. Sorry, man. <laughs> good question. Oh, you're good, man. I love to hear you talk. Uh, we're getting ready to play uh, by any other name, and then we'll uh-huh. be back with more Mark Moderelli. All right, guys, stay tuned. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention we have a tradition. It's called the Hot Seat. That's where we invite our special guests to perform mm-hmm. for us, whether that's singing, rapping, poetry, freestyling, spoken word, giving inspiration, telling a story from their life, playing an instrument, telling a joke. We love dad jokes or nothing at all. Choices are theirs. But for right now, guys, here it is by any other name. Stay tuned. No, you think you found the reason why you always seem to feel so out of place You imagine you can change the life you're given 
control what everybody says I don't lay claim to all the answers But in my days I think I stumble across a few back again by any other name i don't know guys have you ever listened to music and you start i don't know going down memory lane like you could see 
pictures in your mind like as clear as day almost like watching your movie or a scene from a time in your life I just had that very moment listening to this track um, I would tell you that story but that's a long story save it for another show all right let's go ahead and bring Mark back truly truly impressive song all right man welcome back you're back live with us and in our hot seat what are you going to perform for us Oh, wrong one. Come on, Danny. There we go. There right. you go. Yes. All right. Um, I was dreading this. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll switch to the speaker. I'm going to do a, just a song by a band called Gear Daddies out of Minneapolis. I'm big into the early 90s Minneapolis scene, Gear Daddies, Trip Shakespeare, guys like that. I'm going to cover a little short song by them. And uh, yeah, kind of do that. So here. I think if I do it through the earbuds, it won't work as well as if I do it on speaker, probably. Huh? Thank you for that. Nice, nice, man. Absolutely. So, uh, can you give us a sneak peek into uh, the inspiration behind this upcoming EP 
<clears throat> uh, this one that just dropped. Yes, sir. The, the one that attracts the, the tracks oh, yeah. and vanity of wishes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, uh, I was looking at a lot of the issues, whether it was, um, our division from one another, uh, but my previous one strange to me had, and there's been a bit of that and all, I, I try to be relevant with stuff, but, um, and, you know, as a teacher, I'm always, like I said earlier, I'm always trying to connect the literature to stuff going on, so I'm paying attention to that stuff. Um, but also, as a student of history, I'm always looking at how, uh, I kind of said this in an interview question earlier, but somebody said, I can't remember who it is, I need to credit them, but history doesn't may not repeat, but it often rhymes. And so um, I was just looking at, you know, some trends and things that are going on, and, and uh, in my composition process, I it's going to sound weird, I, I'll put parts down and, you know, I'm doing all this myself too, so I'm, I'm gonna patch it together and, and I'll wait and see what it, the expression I use is what a song wants to be about. So I'll put it on loop and I'll work out or you know, drive around and try vocal lines and try and figure out what it wants to be about. And um, all ended up being about different issues. So by any other name, um, you know, we, we see increasingly people trying to um, control other people's language or how you refer to me or how you refer to this. and. Um, and I'm of the firm conviction that if, if you need me to use a word for something, then you don't, as I just said earlier, you don't really believe it, you know? And you, um, when you believe it, you won't care what other people say um, when you really believe it. And I think that's the surest sign of when you know a truth. And so that was one of them, the, the issue of, you know, policing language. Um, the vanity of wishes uh, is another one where we look at the things we're chasing, whether it's wealth or fame or even knowledge. Um, and none of those things empty us out. That, that's inspired by a poem, um, which was itself a poem from the 18th century, inspired by a poem, which was itself inspired by a poem from the ancient world. So sort of a revisit of that. Um, and uh, Folly Marches On, again, is about the inheritance of a, of a civilization that's messy. Um, you know, we look around and we're supposed to have a system where uh, outside influence is supposed to be the minimal as possible. So if you, you succeed or fail based on your own merits and um, your your ability to pursue freedom depends on someone else's ability to pursue their freedom. And, well, that's messy. Um, and shame on us. I, I'm often struck as you watch things happen and you'll hear people, there's a politician, I don't remember where she's from, but she had been under the Soviet Union previously. And um, again, a lot of these things that you see happening um, from controlling thought to you know, policing, you know, censorship, those kinds of issues. So a lot of this one was really so, socially immediately relevant ones. And then a, a part um, is, you know, and I'm guilty as the next guy. I mean, uh, is, you know, we're so busy staring at screens. I remember a while back, you know, there was some video footage of somebody having a heart attack on a bus in the Bay Area. And nobody noticed because they were all staring at their screens, you know, and I thought, geez. And wow. we can't go back. I'm, you know, I'm not a Luddite. I don't want to go back. But um, we're being divided. Um, and part of it is because we're letting that. You know, people, it, it, whenever we talk about even like introducing technology in my classroom and stuff, um, people say, oh, well, this is just how it's going. Okay, but we have a choice in this, right? We make the tools, and then the tools make us. And so I, uh, that's what a part is about, how we can sit next to somebody and, um, you know, yeah, it used to be you knew your neighbors and, you know, if you needed a cup of sugar or something, you'd just go over and ask them, you know. Mm -hmm. And now you can order it. So we're like, oh, I got rid of that inconvenience. But you see, 
here's the thing when you went over and talked to them you might have talked about some other stuff you would have heard them talk about difficulties in their life and you would have realized hey you know what they're not that different from me they're going through crap just like i am mm. and so um, we have this preoccupation with product rather than process you know even internet searches you know the time i used to spend going from the card catalog to the bookshelf and then searching through the books was time i spent thinking right and coming up with my own thoughts but now everything's so quick we don't we don't connect there's this dehumanization that's happening so that's what's a part a part is about the last track on the ep um but this one yeah this was really a bunch of you know i don't want to say things of the moment because i'm always trying to get after the timeless truth in it um but it was just a lot of stuff that really had surfaced as these songs were were sort of taking shape absolutely uh, before I let you go, I want to yeah. ask you one more question. Um, it seems like a, a lot of artists are talking about division as of late. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's some some sort of musical renaissance about to happen um, to bring mm-hmm. closer to, people closer together. But uh, just as you mentioned, um, how you can see systems in place. Uh, especially with social media, especially with being an artist, a content creator, they're telling you, create, 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 post, 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 you know, stay mm-hmm. on it, stay on it, stay on it. And at the yeah. same time, there's a disconnection in our humanity. Um, yeah. Do you find it difficult to operate or to navigate in real life knowing these things and that the roots are so deep, there's virtually almost nothing you can do about it <laughs> man I think I'm listening to you more these are great questions yeah no I mean um, it's funny you know this is my first real real kind of campaign that I've paid for you know I have two albums out before this plus some stuff and some group projects that's out there um, and so it's the first time where I've been like you know posting stuff every couple of days and you know tracking my you know streams and stuff and um, and yeah, I mean, and then I realized, okay, once this is over, if I don't keep stuff coming out, right, I'm going to lose all that. Um, and, you know, uh, but but I don't want to just produce stuff to keep it out. And let's face it, the reason I was able to do all this now is because it's summer, right? So I'm off from my main job. And so am I going to be able to sustain that? And then creatively, yeah, if you're just, I mean, if you become mercenary and you're just cranking stuff out. Now, the advantage is I don't need it for income, right? So I can I can do that. But getting heard through all the noise um, is the tricky part. And yet there's a, you know, we're in a, we're in an age that's so devoid of faith. And I don't, I'm not here speaking exclusively of religious faith. In other words, um, you know, like I said, uh, you got to believe what you're doing is worth something mm-hmm. to someone somewhere, you know? And if that's the case, then you'll do it. And um, the noise and all the stuff, um, I don't know. You know, Dini, as, as you're asking me this, what I'm thinking of, what we're craving right now is authenticity. What we want is authentic people, authentic voices. Mm-hmm. Um I think one of the reasons Trump won is, and I don't want to get into politics, but he's authentic. He's a jerk to, to many minds, and he's abrasive and abusive, but he's, I'm not abusive, but, you know, he's authentic. He, he just, this is what I am, right? And people get tired of people saying they're one thing and being something else. And I think 
Um, and that's, again, what I always strive in my classroom is I'm authentic as a teacher. I push the edge a little bit um, because, uh, you know, sometimes it's, we're so about appearances anymore. Um, a lot of my songs are about the difference between seeming and being, you know? Um, seeming is easy. Being is hard. Seeming like a good person, yeah, you can hashtag stuff and act like you're good. Being a good person, that's tough, man. That's sacrifice and all that stuff. And I think what we're trying to do, what we all need to be trying to do is find a way to be. And if in your music, in your pursuit of your art, you feel like you're being and you're not seeming, I think that's life-giving in a way. And I, and I, in my faith system tells me that's going to touch people. Yes. That's going to turn people's lights on in a dark world. And that's what we need. Like, like I said, what you're doing at the beginning of each of your programs, I just think that's wicked awesome, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Mark, where can our listeners connect with you online and check out more music? Yeah, so uh, Mark Modarelli, M-O-D-A-R-E-L-L-I on Spotify, Apple, and all the major platforms. MarkModMusic.org is my website. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you do Mark Mod Music um, on any of the social media platforms, you can find me there, too. Uh, yeah, I just really appreciate you giving me a chance to have me on tonight, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, and I appreciate our conversation. Very insightful. Yeah. And you're so yeah. talented, man. Nice, nice. Thank you. Nice. I love your music. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right, Mark. Have a great night. Mark Moderelli. You do the same. Thank you. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, my Vigilantes family, as always, for checking out my podcast over here at Vigilantes Radio Live. All episodes are available for free download, and you can grab it from either Spricker.com forward slash only one media group, Spotify, CastBox, iHeart Radio, iTunes, YouTube, the app Podcast Addict, or over at our website, which again is onlyonemediagroup.com. And that goes for every single show that we've ever aired. If you like to request music or send something for me to play, email it to vradio at onlyonemediagroup.com. That is V as in Victor. And here's my disclaimer we are genre free, we do not judge, and we absolutely do not base our opinions on hearsay but facts alone. And actually scratch all of that because all of my opinions are always right. That's the bottom line. This is my show, so deal with it. <laughs> Just kidding. On behalf of myself, Denny, I appreciate all you guys for tuning in either afterwards or live with us spread the word because sharing is caring we stepped up our game just for you guys and our guests to make sure that you have the best experience here on our show be sure to connect with me on facebook twitter instagram tumblr snapchat tiktok at all social media sites as well as spreaker youtube we always follow back okay well just remember to put yourself into everything that you do and never stop investing in yourself peace love grilled cheese and talk with you later
You are now listening to Vigilantes Radio, the people's choice for quality interviews, art, music, and hot topics. Hosted by Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds of the duo No Longer the Hero. All episodes of this podcast are available for free download at www.onlyonemediagroup.com. This is a seventh sign regime, Rebirth Worldwide Syndicate exclusive. <laughs> 